Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Career Talks podcast. Uh, I'm your host, as always. I haven't said that part in a while, Orlando Hanks. Uh, definitely excited for tonight's guest. Uh, but before I bring this gentleman on, uh, make sure you are uh, preparing your questions. Say hello uh, to, you know, to, to everyone as you join in. Network with each other. Say hello to us. Um, as well as um, make sure you share where you're tuning in from, uh, whether you're local or not, and have some questions ready, because I'm sure this is going to be uh, a great conversation with this gentleman. Uh, if you've seen the promo video, or should I say promo flyer, uh, Rogers Vane, uh, he is a dynamic uh, person in the career space development. I met Roger probably two, three years ago. Uh, here on LinkedIn, as always, while meeting all these phenomenal guests, he had me on his platform sharing some um, some career advice that absolutely loved it. And it was about time for me to return the favor uh, to bring this young brother on and share his experience. He has a vast background, uh, highly educated brother doing his thing, business owner. Uh, he is the executive director and professional coach of My Digital LLC. His backgrounds in project management. Uh, business analyst, so very analytical uh, gentleman. When you speak with him, he knows what he knows, and uh, I, I'm extremely excited for him to come on the scene and share his expertise. So, without further ado, let me bring on Mr. Rogers Vane. What's going on, sir? How are you? Hey, man, how you doing? Thanks for having me. I much appreciate it. Not a problem. Not a problem. It was about time, like I said, that I returned the favor uh, for you to share your wisdom. And expertise with with my viewers uh, on this platform, uh, well overdue, well overdue. But before we get started into the topic at hand, which is a great topic, uh, share with the folks more about you and your background and your expertise. Okay, well, again, thank you for this opportunity to be here on your show. Thank you. Um, definitely enjoy having you on Career Coach Talk on, on my platform. I think it was about, like you said, about a year, year and a half ago, whatever. Uh, you came and joined me on there. We enjoyed you as well. So to let everybody kind of know where I'm from, my name is Rogers Veen. I'm a certified professional coach. Um, I've been doing this work since two, I started my business back in 2006. So uh, that's officially when I uh, created my LLC. But as far as being a coach and being a person that has helped people with their career, career choices and career paths, that's something I've kind of been doing since I was, since I became, you know, a big brother. I'm the oldest of five. So uh, growing up in New Orleans, Louisiana, um, I'm the oldest of five. I have uh, four younger brothers. And one of the things that I did as the oldest is like go out there, figure stuff out, come back and kind of show my brothers what, what I ran into, both good, bad, and different, you know, and I was kind of groomed in doing that type of role, you know, growing up even as a child. So that's the role I typically fell into when they came into creating my friend circles, professional circles, and things of that nature. So it's kind of kind of embedding me that way. Um, I didn't know coaching was a thing until I ran into the biggest problem, which I actually wrapped my entire business around. So when I first started um, my digital self LLC, uh, we created, you know, um, resumes and we did online profiles to help people get jobs, interview prep, things of that nature. But as I was helping people get jobs and people like the resumes and was, and it was, you know, getting in these um, different positions. What I found is that people always commented or several people would comment that how much they hate their jobs. Oh man, thank you for helping me get this job. I can pay my bills, all that good stuff, but man, I, I really hate this job. And I kept hearing it so much to where I felt like that was the real problem. 
and being an analyst, being, being a project, pro, being a project management and analyst, as you mentioned before, I like to solve the actual root cause of the problem. So, is the problem that people need resumes and need to get jobs, or is the problem is that people hate their jobs and they need to be in, put into the right position so they should be able to enjoy what you do? It needs to be a natural extension of who you are. And guess what? You can make good money and probably even more money in that regard. So I spent some time uh, with my business trying to figure out an answer to that question. And that brought me to what the title of our conversation is going to be about today is discovering what your career identity is. So um, that's a little bit about me. Like I said, a couple of highlights. I'm born and raised in New Orleans. Um, got my degree in information systems, degree in ma master's of organizational leadership. Um, certified professional coach, um, actual certified life coach, and I'm certified in neuro-linguistic programming, which is a whole nother thing, but basically that's the type of coaching that um, Tony Robbins is uh, certified in. So I got all that to help me help people find their career identity to solve that ultimate problem that I discovered when I started my business. Love it, love it, love it. I didn't even know, yeah, the neuralistic uh, piece there. So you're, you're really going deep into someone's psyche uh, to understand what they really look for. Yeah, it helps, you know. Um, I, um, I want to kind of be able to show a digital mirror, like, okay, this is you, you know what I'm saying? This is who you are. So typically think about when you get dressed, you're sharp right now. I'm just trying to keep up with you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're sharp, but you had to get in front of that mirror and say, okay, what looks good on me? What colors mm -hmm. match me? You know what I'm saying? How, what type of message do I want to present with this look? We need to have that same approach when it comes to our career identity what looks good on us? You know, how do we want to present ourselves? What we want the outcome to be with this particular presentation? And that's what we help people do. Love it. Love it. Uh, I'm going to say hi for a few folks who are tuning in. Farah, thank you uh, for joining us. She says, I'm a nurse career coach. Uh, Dale Lang Hall. So I'll say Dale Hall in case I uh, mispronounce your, your middle name. Appreciate you joining. Orlando Spencer, what's up? Yep. Namesake, brother. Great name. Uh, Diane Williams, thank you for joining, sis. Uh, <clears throat> so we're going to get right to it because uh, this conversation can go fast because it's, it's, it's a phenomenal topic, finding your career identity. Um, but let me first ask you, what, what led you into coaching? Um, and then we'll fast forward to why this is so important right now and how did that you know, come together for you to talk about finding a career identity? Okay, so um, first of all, let's give a shout out to Farrah. See, she says she's a nurse career coach. So hey, mm -hmm. hey, Farrah, thanks for watching. If there are any other coaches out there, you know, what I'm saying, uh, I'll put a, put a comment in. I'll we'll shout you out as well. But to answer your question, uh, how I got into this, I didn't know coaching was a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, all I all I was doing, as I mentioned earlier, was I was solving the root cause of an issue. You know, if you know, for for my fellow uh, software developers out there and fellow um, project managers out there. We're real big on finding the root cause of something so we can fix that so we don't have to always have to deal with the symptoms, right? And the and, and so the root cause was I found that people don't know who the heck they are professionally. They don't know who they are, you know? So And, and those who seem to uh, be so great and amazing and who we laud so much are people sometimes who accidentally fell into a position that allow them to present the best version of themselves, you know, right. and, and we hold those people to such a high regard. But in actuality, the fact that you were born, you were born with some specific abilities, specific skills is a reason why you're here. You fit into the world puzzle some type of way, you know, saying otherwise you wouldn't really be here. So the goal. So the question isn't 
do I have an identity? Do I have something of great value that I bring to this equation, this world equation? The question is, what is it? And what introspective process we need to do in order to get to, to get that? You know, and that kind of leads me into answering your next question is why is this important? I mean, this has been important since day since inception, right? But the thing the thing about now, why it's so now important is that the world, um, the world market for for careers and how people can work has expanded. You no longer have to be physically sitting somewhere to be a competitive candidate for jobs anymore. I could be sitting somewhere in Canada and beat somebody out who's sitting in Alabama for a job that's in Florida. That is a lot more prevalent to occur now than it ever has. So now you have to position, now it's even more pertinent upon ourselves, more important that we understand, position ourselves for the best um, amount of success we can get. And the way you can do that is to know who you are. And that way, nobody can beat you to be a better version of you than you. And so you go into those arenas, that authenticity and that greatness that you're having innately comes across in the interview. I'm the interviewer. I hire people. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You can see it, right? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? So you so to position yourself to get the results like that, you have to start off with the question is, you know, who am I? You know, so that's kind of how I, that's why it's important. And that's how I fell into it. I like that. I like that. So let, let's begin to unpack it a bit because I like to dive deep and I, you're an analytical guy. So I'm sure this, uh, you'll appreciate that. Uh, so when we're talking about, uh, I'll take a step back. The whole reason why I started this podcast, right, is to grow the network, build visibility, personal branding, but also to provide actionable advice to, you know, to the job seekers. So if we're looking at a, a systems process, you're again, project managers, you're all about systems and looking at that, breaking it down. Um, what would be step one as you're talking to your clients? You okay, we're sitting down. Hey, let's start this plan of finding your, you know, your career identity. What are you walking them through step by step? So um, try not to get too much of the secret sauce away, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> but but ultimately, um, a lot of the approach sometimes people, a lot of uh, coaches may say, okay, sit you down and say, okay, tell me what you want what you, what you want to do, and I can help you get there, or we can see about helping you get there. That's not my approach. I'm not going to assume you know. I'm so I'm going to say let's take a journey together. You know, let's let's do deep dive and let's say okay, let's figure out who you are. You know, do you know? Where you're, it may sound a little, a little weird, but it's kind of interesting how much your name and how much, if you look at the definition of your actual name, first and last, you'd be interested in some of the things you can learn from that. Mm -hmm. What's your personality traits? What do people typically always come to you for assistance with professionally and personally? You know, what do you want your career to produce for you? What type of lifestyle do you really, really want for yourself? You know, so. And, and what are your innate abilities? You know what I'm saying? What are the skills that you have naturally developed and what are the skills you find yourself easy to learn quickly than, than, than most others, almost anybody that you know? These type of questions, doing that deep dive and putting all these things together helps you put together a profile of yourself. You know, and once you get detailed answers to a lot of these questions and a few others to start putting some identifications around group uh, of grouping these things together into a statement into a definition it answers a lot of your questions that you may have as far as what type of job i need to be doing um what 
uh, what level and what level do I want to do with that? Because one of the questions I asked you, what do you want the career to produce for you? Do you want to live in an apartment? Do you want to live in a lake house? Do you want to live in, in city square? Do you want to, you know, work on a boat? That answers the question is, okay, what level I need to get to? And answers the question is, what type of, what, what type of thing I need to educate myself in in order to get there? Answer the question is, where do I need to live that pays the type of money and people do what I do the most? You know what I'm saying? So all those questions that we have are truly not questions of an external nature, but they have an internal nature if you do the homework first. So that's some of the things that I walk my clients through when I work with them. Got it. So, so it sounds like uh, I'll take a, a try to do a quick synopsis of what you said that stuck out to me was through those series of questions, you're developing one because you said write this stuff down is like developing a mission statement of what they're looking, they're looking for their career to be, which is huge, right? A lot of us don't know what that looks like. We don't set the vision. We don't make it plain. So we're a little confused as to that journey that we're trying. We're just going aimlessly from career to career. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, a huge I, point. North star. What, what is that north star? So that way, exactly. when, you, when the when a whole bunch of things around you can get chaos because life happens, right? Yeah. All you gotta do is kind of look up, remember where your north star is, so you know you're going in the right direction. Got it. So, what would be point one? So, after you've collect, you know, gathered that data, uh, someone says, you know, whatever they say, I want to be, you know, an HR manager or a project manager. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what's next step for them? Is it homework that you'll send them to do research? Or is it a little more defining? Uh, how do you know that it's their true North Star? Uh, again, without giving too much of the secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so the data doesn't lie. You know, saying the information doesn't lie. Almost, almost like when you're working out, your pants, your, your pants size don't lie. You, either you're losing weight or you're not, right? The, right. the information, because we're not, so, so we're not like just completely de- um, depending on, you know, the MBTI. We're not completely, de- you know, looking at. A zodiac sign, you're not completely looking at your name meaning. You're looking at all the data, like the stuff I mentioned earlier together, and it, and it you're gonna find that pattern. So as far as the question of is this the right direction is not really not really a concern because everything we've gathered is you, all of it's you. And once you're able to put it to, into that mission statement form that you mentioned earlier, it 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 becomes that North Star. So it it's gonna speak to you on the inside. The the aha moments that I've that uh, clients has had that lit up like, oh my God, this is this is it. You know, that's that, that's where you know it. So since it's an introspective process, it's also an a moment of, um, of of epiphany that occurs, right? When when they get that. So as far as it being the right thing, right direction, that's that's never been an issue with any client I've ever worked with. Now, as far as what they do next is you. That's where in my project management. Uh, background kind of comes into play that's as far as my approach because what you do for project management uh, for those out there who have done this type of work before you look at what we call current state where am i right now you know what am i making where am i living you know what are my credentials what are my skill sets where am i today now then you create a version next version called future state this is the this is the awesome version of me that is doing this type of role working this at this level or whatever, so you can list that out, juxtapose them and start working on the deltas, right? Prioritize and look at the deltas and start knocking them down one by one by one by one. It's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. You didn't get where you were overnight, but over time, and a lot of times, a lot faster than you may realize, since you're literally working towards a version of your natural self that's just at a high level, you're going to get there, you know, um, pretty, you know, 
pretty succinctly. So that's the process um, at that point. I love it. I have a question, but I'm going to take one from uh, Farrar because they're coming in. She said, what would you tell someone who is hesitant about using a career coach? And uh, thanks for tuning in from Canada. She's from Canada. Oh, cool. So um, I have this philosophy that either either you're my client or you're not my client. You know, a person needs to be one thing we cannot teach from a coach's standpoint is being ready and is being ready. You know, a person has to be sick and tired of being sick and tired of being where they are, just like we have to do anything. If I didn't know how to make gumbo and I keep going there and messing up the gumbo, messing up the gumbo, messing up, eventually, either they're going to be ready to go hire somebody to show them, get somebody to show them how to make it, or they're going to keep messing it up and wasting their time and energy and money and all that good stuff. So so that's that's my answer now to that is, are they ready? And that's one of the first uh, assessments I would make. That's when the NLP kind of help comes in. You kind of assess and and vet and vet the person and say, okay, is this person actually ready to make the investment? They're ready to make a change, right? Because if they are, they'll invest their time, they invest their energy, and they'll invest their money into into getting this process going. Got it, got it. So with that, um, again, going back to your project management um, style of coaching, mm-hmm. uh, again, very systematic approach. Are you? giving them a roadmap that says until you complete this we can't achieve this and if you have an example of that um, without again going into too much detail of what that would look like when someone partners with you to say okay mm-hmm. yeah i've la- he's laid out three steps i'm not sure about one it seems out my comfort zone i like number two because it seems easy mm-hmm. uh, but i can't even progress to number two because he has me tasked on, on number one so, um, well, my question at that point is, what is the block there for number one? Because again, mm-hmm. it's number one for a reason, right? We've done the work, we've done all the systematic work, all the data that we've collected about you is all you, and it all points to this being number one and that being number two and number three, you know, in that respect. So what, what is the block? A lot of times it's just something internal and something in their mind, or they rely some type of external circumstance to get in the way of them getting past that first hurdle. You know, um, like I said, I focus on the career lifestyle, but I am certified life coach, even though I don't do full on life coaching. And what, but what the cool thing about this is that when you start to address some of these blockers that's helped us getting you a way to move forward in your career and professional you know, progression, you start to identify some life changes that needs to occur, right? So, and, and then you have to make a question. The like question is this life change that is in my way, you know, work keeping me where I'm at, or am I willing to make the change there so I can keep moving forward and get past hurdle number one? So that I found that be that to be an issue, you know, say a lot of times, like for example, uh, one one thing uh, that I've noticed some of my clients have had an issue with is that wow, if I want to do this, this, and this, that means that I'm gonna have to take this night class or to, you know, get up in the morning and do this certain thing, which means it's going to extend my work day for, for the next couple of years, you know, between doing their day job and doing and, and making progress in their goals. Yeah. Wait a minute. So why, if I need to extend my work day from six to eight to eight o'clock, which means I need two extra hours of energy, which means I got to do something in the morning. So I take vitamins and everything to or get a workout in to give me that extra energy to push me forward through the day. Yeah, that's all part of it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like, it's like Rod, Rogers is not shaking. He's like, yeah, 
<laughs> that's what did you expect? Thing about, it, thing about it is that because think about it, where they're going, that's going to be their new modus operandi in order for mm. them to stay there, right? You know what I'm saying? For for our sports fans out there, you know we want our people, the people on, on the various teams that we support, our big player, the people players on the team to do the work and work out and, and, and do what they need to do. They got to get up at 4 a.m. and that could be a championship at the end of the year. We want them to get up at 4 a.m., right? You have those levels of high expectations for them because of what they signed up to be. You signed up to be whatever it is that you are. That's, that's you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. you should hold yourself to that same level of standard because you should be looking to make the, to win the championship in whatever it is that you're doing. Not necessarily beating any other person, but beating that old version of self. You know what I'm saying? Be better than that last version itself, and you'll get yourself a championship every year, and that's the goal. Got it. So let's let's unpack a little bit uh, in your words, identity. So when we're talking about finding your career identity, mm -hmm. is there more to that? Because you alluded to it earlier about the appearance. What else goes in that, you know, per your definition? So uh, one of my favorite questions I, I kind of I would ask somebody when it comes to their career, I say, okay, so who are you professionally? Who are you? A lot of times they'll give me whatever their current title is. Mm -hmm. And that's not, you know what I'm saying? Very rarely that's actually the right answer. You know what I'm saying? What I'm really asking is, who are you? What, what problem are you here to fix? Or what, what product or service are you here to present? You know what I'm saying? To, that adds value to the professional community overall, right? So that is what your identity is. I'm here to do X, you know? Um, and it's, very, it's a very distinct ver um, um, the way the statement, the way I have the statement created that we create, it's not like I'm here to help people. It's not that generic. It's very, very specific building of a statement that forces you to ask yourself a lot of those introspective questions so that statement actually matches. You know, so that so that's in, in overall from a high level, that's 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 what that is. Got it. And I'm gonna rebrand that. Uh, instead of mission statement, call it the career identity statement in, okay. in lieu of this title for you. So, <laughs> which, because it's so, it's so self-reflective, I like the fact that you said you're, you're digging in deep and you said it's all you. So whatever whatever we come up with, it's all you. Mm -hmm. I didn't add to it. You added, I just asked some questions to draw it out. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's powerful. I love that. Um, I love that thing there. So with that, again, as we're, and I'm all about, you know, step-by-step -step process. It was funny because I was recently looking at my personal Burke assessment and was it true based on my personality? And to that point, it was an epiphany. And even with the question you just asked, my first thought was, do I say talent acquisition professional? So, but how you rephrase it, I was like, yeah. Last show I did, I was with uh, Fanny Dunnigan, who's all about content creation and she educates, educates folks on that. And she shared with me this article um on linkedin that was written by one of the editors there about creator employee and this i'll bring it to a close is that that gave me the epiphany of my goal is to be able to empower employees who have the the ability to create content uh, on this linkedin platform that will you know create a synergy between their personal brand and company brand and to add value so that's yeah. where my mission now, is just quickly allow, shifted. allow me to capture that see what yep. you just said if you put that down, put it on something, and then sit it there, and everything you do needs to be attached to that. There's just a quick coaching moment. And if you're yep. doing something or operating in a way that is counterproductive to that, 
you need to ask yourself, you know, how much time and energy do I want to put towards that? That's not bringing me closer to fulfilling this, yep. you know, because it's an environment of what, why you're here, you know, saying t- literally it's the environment of why you're here. So everything you're doing professionally and, and a lot of, even, even, I'm, I'm even step be bold enough to say even a lot of your, your personal things that you would do, you know, say it needs to be attached in some shape or form or fashion to that. Love it. Love it. Well, that's it, folks. I got what I needed. So, no, no. <laughs> so uh, and, and that's one of the other reasons why I did the podcast. I'm starting the podcast or doing the podcast is for self, mm-hmm. you know, self-education as well. So uh, in meeting talented people like yourself. So continue, we'll continue on the path of, you know, developing or finding, right? Finding that can be a journey. People trying to find out who they are just personally. Mm-hmm. Versus now we're adding career on top of that. That's, that's why I created the online course. I created an online course that walks people through a video instructor, workbook download, go through it, go through it, and you'll 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 come out with a much better understanding of uh, what it is that I'm talking about. Share share a little bit about some of the items, that, maybe the titles of uh, some of the the coursework in the curriculum. So, that so the coursework, uh, yeah, coursework basically is outlined. Uh, my, my website is mdself.com. You know, um, it's available. You, you, can, you can review a lot of the details. I have it kind of broken out on, on, on the site. You know, so you can just scroll down it and you can see the kind of things we cover. And it's, and, and, and basically the online course walks you through all of it. Video, like I said, video instructed and uh, can get you started. You know, so that's, it's kind of all laid out there. Okay. How, how long would it take someone to get through that material? If self-paced, um, obviously. A person can do it over the course of a, of a weekend or it could take them, you know, a, a month. It depends on how long it takes you to, to do the work to, to ask yourself. Because if you ask yourself some question like, too, where, like, you know, like a question of what are my abilities? You know, mm-hmm. what do people really ask me about? Sometimes, sometimes people can know that off the top of their head. Sometimes they got to go out there and do some research to put it together. You know what I'm saying? So this depends on how much time and effort they want to take to kind of get through it. But the steps are the steps. So mm-hmm. whenever you stop, that, that's where you want to pick up from, you know, and, that, and that's, that's why the course makes it easy to go ahead and pick it up from where you left off. Now, I want to circle back because you, you mentioned it earlier about um, why you did this, but I, I want to bring that back again. So where was that epiphany in your career where you like, man, am I going down the right path? I need to figure out what my identity is, my identity is, in, mm-hmm. in, you know, in my career. Um, so I, I, I'll try to keep this pretty short, but it was a, it was a, I, when I realized how much it cost me not knowing is what my mm-hmm. opinion it was. So I, so I was working as a level one analyst for five years, not knowing that I was an assistant vice president level professional. So I worked as an analyst level one for five years until one of my one of my one of my coworkers got sick of me running circles around them as with the rest of the analysts. She gave me this alpha alphanumeric number on a slip of paper, and I even I even have a whole uh, podcast uh, video about this. And she said, "Look this up and get out of our department," and walked off like she was just irritated. And I was like, "What is she talking about? I'm a BA level one, right?" And I mm-hmm. and I looked it up in the system, and it was assistant vice president. Of ops. I'm like, what the heck is she talking about? I'm still trying to be a BA2, you know, for the last five years. But when I looked at the job description, I was doing all of it mm. already. And I lost at least three and a half, if not four years of VP level pay 
and standing, working as a VA one because I didn't know who I was. Mm. So that so the, so the opportunity cost of that just drove it home for me. I was like, never again, you know. So I wanted to solve a problem for myself after that. And being the big brother that I am, I want to make sure that anybody who's connected to me will have that problem solved as well. So you just touched on something pretty cool, right? So your uh, your epiphany there was you you identified or your manager, you know, identified your skill level versus the opportunities that were in, you know, that organization. It wasn't my manager. It was one of my coworkers. My manager. Oh, your coworkers. Okay. My manager was keeping me like, yeah, good. I'm getting VP <laughs> level work out of a VA one, and they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was one of my coworkers that got tired of me doing well. I didn't realize I was running the circles around the other team members like that. I just thought I was just working my tail off trying to get to VA too. You know, that's because yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know who I was. Man, so so for anyone who's listening or, or catch the replay on that, it might be in the same situation, right? Where they feel they're outperforming their entire department. Um, what did you do next after they showed you that? Because there's a system in that there's a there's steps that mm -hmm. you took, right? Mm -hmm. What did you do next after you were like, wow? So I, 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 looked at hire, I looked at the hiring manager who was for that particular role. And I, I know I knew the guy, he was in another part of the building. So I just went to his office and I said, Hey man, uh, I see you got this, you know, AVP role open. You know, I was wondering if, uh, if it would be okay if I apply for it. It was like, Rogers, I heard about you. You run the circles over them over there, right? Yeah, come on in. You want the job, it's yours. Didn't have to interview, nothing. Because that's another lesson. A lot of times, your reputation and what you're doing great precedes you. You just got to step into it. I didn't have to interview anything. He just hired me right there. So I went from a VA1 to an AVP in a matter of minutes. Wow. Wow. So you just touched on another thing. It's performance, right? In personal branding, right? It was your personal brand. And I always uh, quote Jeff Bezos in, in this when he says your personal brand is what people say about you after you left the room. So people were already knowing your work, your work um, value on just like, he's probably thinking, <laughs> what took you so long? <laughs> you know, but uh, that that's huge. Now speak to, is is that something you also uh, talk to the folks about just saying, Hey, we're, as we're developing and I, you know, creating this career, you know, identity mission statement for you or career identity statement for you, mm -hmm. are you a performer? Because if you're not, will this even work for you? Because, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're, you already created a legacy or, you know, an identity as a low performer versus a high performer. Well, a low performer is not going to, not going to pay me and then walk this entire process and put all this time and effort into this and then take that and say, okay, that's me. That's great. Put it on the shelf and walk away. At that point, it's just your fault, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, I mean, honestly, it's almost like buying a whole room for the workout materials and you hire a trainer and you don't show up and then meet, them, meet up with them one day. You know right. Well, you know, might as well. You put the investment in, you did the time, you did the work, you put together, you know, we put this together. Now it's just time to execute. So the question, so again, that goes back to what we were talking about before. Are you ready? You know, and at some point, I would hope that anybody would get sick and tired of being sick and tired, like we would say, of being mm -hmm. at that one one level, you know, and just be ready to do whatever it takes to get there, whatever their catalyst can be, you know, whatever their motivation is, whether it be internal um, situation or external things, such as, you know, say for my kids or for legacy or anything like that, you mm -hmm. know, 
whatever it is, I, I almost don't care. I just like to see people move forward and not waste time because I know what that feels like. Right, right. So you've been doing this for about, correct me if I'm wrong, close to 20 or over 20 years now. Yeah, almost. Right. Yeah. So now with that, what are the what's the ideal avatar client for you, for those, again, that, that are tuning in and all catch the replay? So as of right now, uh, as of right now, I'm creating the online tool to help produce more people that do what I do, right? To help more people to become scalable in this in, in this philosophy, I need more evangelists. So I'm creating an online tool right now. I have an offsite team uh, overseas that's developing an online tool for people to create these group management profiles where they can execute the, the elements that I'm talking about in my in my program and be able to manage and track people, you know in their relative groups. So that's the next stage that I'm doing. I need to produce more people and make it easy for them to execute this methodology for more people. So that's what I'm in the process of doing right now. Okay. And does that attract more mid to senior level folks? folks yeah, typically, typically, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good to great person. I don't know if you ever heard, heard that book, Good to Great. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and you get more bang for the buck making that type of, 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 of change and not ignoring people that are not, quote unquote, at good level. It's because when you move people from good to great, what happens is that people that are good are usually attached to a bunch of people that are subpar, typically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when they go from good to great, they, for the people that they're attached to, they have to get pulled up. They become the next good. At least half of the people they're connected to become the next level of good. And then I grab those good people, move them to great, and they keep the process going. You know what I'm saying? So I'm working with mid, mid to high level professionals, you know, that um, mid level is at UK. Uh, there's no particular dollar amount or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. you, you know who you are if you're a mid to high level professional. And if you don't, if you have that question, then <laughs> I mean, you kind of have a question. <laughs> you need to get the program. <laughs> you need right. to get the program. <laughs> So, so yeah, so that those are the people I, um, I typically want, uh, want to work with. You know, ultimately, you know, when people are ready, they're ready, you know, and, and they'll jump in. And, and I've seen, I've, I've had clients go from making anywhere from, let's say for one example, I had one client who made about 26000 a year. After working with me for two years, she went from making twenty five to about seventy, And then she was able to reproduce that again. Now she makes like between what? Fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a month, because she was able to hone in more and more and more what she what she naturally did, doubled all those skills, reposition those skills into into the next role, and follow the process over and over again. Once we had had her identity, that she was able to take it and run with it, and anybody could do that. I had one guy who was making up, he was making like already making like ninety thousand, and he was able to, to triple his salary, just reprocessing and rebranding and remarketing the skills that he already had and focusing on his strengths. So this could happen with anyone, you know, it, the sky, sky is, you know, it's literally the limit. It depends on, you know, how much time and effort you want to put the work in. And that was going to be my next question, too, is to talk about um, share, share some of your client stories again without going into detail. But if you can unpack that a little bit in case anyone like speak to the skill set they were in or industry they're in. Again, in case anyone who's in that, they'd be like, oh, wow. So he does. He can help me. Yeah, so um, uh, uh, one person, she worked in uh, as an administrator for a small office in a hospital, you know, and but she was really good at connecting with people. She was really good at explaining things, making people feel comfortable with her. She was real good at understanding a particular domain or a particular product or a particular process and, and helping people feel like they're a part of it. People, she was able to gain trust 
and having to walk people through a process that's, you know, that's preset. And as long as she had the support in er of the business areas around her to support what she was doing, she can, she can really work it, you know? So she, but she was working that at a very, very low level. So we identified those skills, created identity around that, replaced her into a different working environment, you know, doing a slightly different type of job that she was able to take those skill sets to become one of the top people uh, operated in that. Once she capped out there, okay, these skill sets are also needed in what industry, where I can, I can maximize it. She did it again, became a top person there, then did it again, then became a top person there. It's almost like, you know, um, going from high school to college to NFL, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just like that type of process. So, and that, again, that is a process that we need to do. I know, I know CEOs of companies, you would think that once you became the CEO of a company, they kind of sit still. Unless you're the CEO of like a big company like Apple or AT&T, they typically don't stay no longer, no anywhere longer than three to five years max. They they, they take their skill set, they, they they make their KPIs, they learn, you know, they 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 take some things and these are this is what I've learned, this is what I got good at here at this company, and they go become the CEOs <laughs> somewhere else. So if CEOs are doing that three or five years, reinventing themselves going from role to role to role to role, then why are we expected to take our professional lifestyles and our professional life and stay in one place for 10, 15, 20 years, making what, two to 3%, maybe more per year, when inflation is sitting at 7% on average per year, you're losing money every year at that point. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we need, we, we need to do a better job in managing our careers. And that's what she did. And she was able to reap the benefits from it. It's funny because I was just thinking that yesterday about why is it so acceptable for CEOs to jump ship, go in with a three to five year plan, execute, deliver, you know, results for the shareholders and then bounce. And there's <laughs> there's, there's nothing said about it. It's just, oh, wow, they were great. And now you shifted over here to here. Um, it even, um, you know, which is super cool. You've probably seen it. Um, what's her name? Um, I want to say Rosalind. Yeah, they call mm -hmm. her Roz. She's now she was the CEO of Starbucks. Now shifted over to the CEO of Walgreens. Um, so very, very few, maybe a handful of African American in a you know Fortune five hundred CEO spot. Less than five, but I think at four, and one is a female. So mm -hmm. that's that's funny. So let me ask you this: in in what you're doing now, because the word imposter syndrome popped in my head, because you're talking about identifying. Right, we're talking about finding your identity. Mm -hmm. How much of that do you come across where people are just like, I don't know, or is it fear, or is it just imposter syndrome, thinking they're not capable? The fact that you were born, you are capable of something. It's just finding out the what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, no, it's not a person on this planet that can walk up to me and say, I have no reason for being. If you didn't have any reason for being, I truly believe you wouldn't be here. You know, and I'm not saying you shouldn't be here. You feel that way. What I'm saying is that you, we just need to find out, find what that is. And there's a system to find that. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, and if my system that I'm describing to you doesn't speak to you, then go find one that does. But that system exists. Your true passion, what you're here, here to do exists. And just go on the, on the, start the mission to go find it. And it will find you. It'll walk towards you as you walk toward it. 
hopefully I answered your question. I may have talked yep. a little bit, but hopefully I answered your question. Nope. I love it. I love it. You just kind of hit them between the eyes. We're like, we, we're not even about to go down that, <laughs> that rabbit hole. <laughs> like no negativity here. Let's, let's find it. Let, you know, let's get on the bike and make it, make right. it work. So I love that. So share with folks. I want to be mindful of the time. Uh, like I said, I knew this conversation would go super, super quick. Uh, share with folks, um, again, the website to connect with, you know, your program. So it's um, mdself.com that it looks like you know, medical doctors, S-E-L-F, but it's mdself.com and show up for my digital self. That's the name of the company. And uh, actually, it's right, right here, yeah. Um, there you go. My, so yeah, mdself.com is our website. And um, a lot of all the information about why we're here, what we're here to do, a lot of information is there. You can email me directly if you want. Um, my name is on here, Rogers Veen. So you took the space out, Rogers Veen at mdself.com. You can email me directly there. Um, also, at Co- we can reach out to the organization overall at coach at mdself.com. So there's different ways to uh, reach out to us. And uh, we, we and you can actually set up a consultation if you want, 15-minute talk. You know, we can talk to one of myself or the partner coaches, and we'll be happy to see how we can help you. Love it, love it. What about LinkedIn? You active? Uh, oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, social media. I'm on. I have my personal account here on LinkedIn. My business page is here on LinkedIn. I also have a personal and a business page on Facebook. I have a personal and business page on Instagram as well. So you can find me across those net, across those um, those platforms. Love it, folks. And if you have questions after you've seen this, uh, thank you, Noel, for for joining. Um, definitely tag Rogers in your comments. Uh, on the replay if you catch this uh, and i'm sure he'll be happy to, to fill those out and again md self.com right mm-hmm. mdself.com this brother is uh it, talk say that one more time the the neuro certification you got what is it uh neuro linguistic programming come on neuro neuro linguistic programming um i went to um a, a really good um, program to, to get trained. And if you want to know about more about that, just reach out to me and I'll be happy to share their uh, training information. But um, it's really, really good. It's literally the type of exact type of coaching that Tony Robbins uses in his co- in, the, in his approach to coaching, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to one-on-one. So all the stuff about like reading eye patterns and all that good stuff, you learn how to do all that stuff there. It's actually pretty cool. That's powerful. That's powerful, brother. Again, I appreciate you, man, for uh, for letting me return the favor for having you on the platform. Uh, yeah, you dropped some some powerful nuggets, and, I, and again, I love the fact that uh, your systematic approach to everything, to where you're going to get actionable results, and you you just seems like. He, he he comes across super nice, but I bet you he's like he's a no nonsense guy. <laughs> I'm be talking about I don't know. He, no, no, that's not what we're here for. We, yes, some of my clients be for a reason. Yeah, some of my clients, that's my best friend, be quick to tell you that. That's that's very. True. <laughs> this is a nice guy facade. You you get him in the coaching room, he's gonna drill you down. But I love it. But the performance and the execution is gonna be high level. Again, man, I appreciate your time. Uh, your expertise, uh, your friendship, and I look forward to doing this again. Uh, hold on one tight. I'm going to close this out with a quick video, and let's let's chat behind the scenes, sir. All right. Thank you so much for having me, man. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Appreciate you.